Every day, America Online is making it easier for people to live, work, and play. When we installed internet access on our computer, I got the whole family involved. And you Just what is this main artery of the information superhighway? You beautiful bastards! No matter how large, no matter how small, we'll be on the internet in the year 2000. It's the primary way that people will look at information. Shut up! When we were there. Hello, and welcome to When We Were There, Biased Internet History. I'm Thomas. And I'm Josh, and this is a podcast all about the history of internet content, the who's who's, the what's what's, the where's Waldo. We get into it all. Whether you like it or not. It has been quite a hot day. If if you want a visual, because this is actually not being recorded on video this episode. Um, yeah, we, we just decided. vaxxed today. Yeah. Uh, me and Thomas were supposed to actually get vaxxed on the same day, about 45 minutes apart. And my girlfriend's cousin, who works at a vaccination center, was like, oh, we got some extras if you guys want to come out to Langley, which is uh, like a one-hour drive away from a, a real city. And okay. yeah, I'm calling Langley out. It's a Hallmark city. It's, yeah, it's not a real. real Hallmark city. And so we went out and they only had three shots. I was going to call Thomas and be like, yo, we got a shot. You want it? But uh, my partner's brother took it. Bastard. Pretty fucked, actually. Yeah, it's it's actually very fucked. Yeah. So um, I've, I've really been gloating about the fact that I'm vaxxed and Thomas isn't. <sighs> I just, you know, it just would have been nice to have been asked. I was I was literally gonna call you. Yeah, but you didn't ask me if I wanted it. So you would have rather me say, "Hey, do you want to get a vaccine?" You say yes, and they say, "Oh, but you can't." Yeah, it's the notion. It's the it's idea. It's like the thought that counts. Okay, that seems like it would have been a pretty shitty thing to happen. <sighs> I mean, I get, you're just again. I'm just trying to like communicate my feelings. No, I know you're trying to communicate your feelings, but it just it you're feels like I would be setting you up for like disappointment. You just say it just feels like you're saying that my feelings aren't valid right now. Anyway, it's a really hot day, so we're sitting in Thomas's apartment because uh, the lady is is teaching children, and it's usually not a good idea to talk about hands free masturbation. Uh, when uh, kids are being taught over Zoom. I mean, yeah, they'll they'll have to learn eventually, but you don't want to start too soon. No, 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 no. You want to be like right in that eighteen sweet spot. Yeah, because you've 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 learned what to do, but you're still really like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You spend some time like practicing, like learning how to like jizz with finesse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta know what you're doing, um, which is gonna lead into today's episode, actually. But I'll I'll hold on to that for one minute. Anyway, the long and the short <laughs> of it is, we're in Thomas's very warm apartment with all the windows closed because we're not in the studio today. Uh, we're both shirtless, but Thomas is wearing uh, a hat. That's true. I'm wearing a wool cap. A wool cap. A toque. I will. I refuse to call it a beanie. Yeah. No. This, this ain't America. Yeah. Do catch me slipping though. Like the song. I don't get it. Anyway, today's episode is, is about Newgrounds. I would <laughs> <laughs> terrible transition. I would almost venture to say that we this podcast would not exist if it weren't for Newgrounds. Uh yeah, that's pretty fair to say. I, I mean, think a probably. lot a lot of internet stuff wouldn't exist without Newgrounds. YouTube wouldn't, which is like the one of our biggest catalysts. YouTube wouldn't exist in the same way, but things like Homestar Runner, which is a show that we've talked a lot about, they definitely saw what was happening on Newgrounds and were inspired by it, which, and then Homestar Runner in turn inspired like Rooster Teeth, which I've talked about, who inspired me. And so, yeah, it's, they, they've had a, a big ripple effect. 
Yeah. I, I, I think one of the whack things, and this is something that we, we want to start the episode with, is I have talked to Zoomers who have no fucking idea what Newgrounds is, which is crazy to me. Even like, I don't know, like, I, I guess to me it's, you could be like, oh, well, they weren't around there. But it's like, yeah, I wasn't around for like Cheers or I Love Lucy or like the Hollywood studio system. But I still know about it, you know? I think it's important for the history of film, much as like the history of internet culture. Like Newgrounds is one of the biggest things. So this is like an education to what Newgrounds is. Um, Who was, was it, because um, as you guys know, we love to call people out on our show. Yeah. Was it Cam who said he didn't know what Newgrounds oh, was? Cam, yeah, Cam Jones from Goal Guys didn't know what Newgrounds was. This is insane. Because like, you are an actual successful internet content creator, unlike us. Yeah, and older, so you really have zero uh, excuse. Yeah, because like someone like like a coworker of ours when we used to work at a restaurant, and she was in twenty. Ba- yeah, she's twenty and not an internet person really, so like that's fine. That's but- fine. But Cam Jones from the Goal Guys, thank you so much for being on our podcast and helping us get views. But like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, you're fucked up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, for those who don't know what Newgrounds is, um, essentially it is. You know, I guess you call it a precursor to YouTube, but it's like so much more. It's essentially like a content aggregation website. But unlike a gaming or like something like a YouTube, like a video, whether it be like MySpace video, Google video, whatever it was, music video websites uh, in the early days of YouTube, it had flash animations or just flash videos in general. It had flash games and you could also do artwork and audio. So like music that you're trying to put out there, early podcasts, whatever it might be. It, it had these four channels. So because of that, it drew a lot of attention because essentially it's like the only way to explain it is in, in that time is like an, um, a multi-entertainment network. Pretty much. Well, so what, what made Flash or Newgrounds different from something like, a I don't know, what would, would be of the time, like Albino Black Sheep or whatever, which was like also hosted a bunch of um, like Flash cartoons and stuff is more like, like I don't think the people who were uploading stuff to Albino Black Sheep, like that was more of like a funny junk like dump site, yeah. you know. Whereas Flash or Newgrounds had like a real community that was actually like there's a lot of lore in it. So oh like, yeah, the community was huge there. And like if if you look at YouTube and you go watch Rebecca ba- Black's Friday, for instance, yeah, the mo- one of one of the most disliked videos. It was the most disliked video until like Justin Bieber's baby. That would not exist on Newgrounds because they had a system. Is Friday? Sorry to cut you off. Friday's older than baby. Hey. Oh yeah. Crazy. They feel like the same. I know it's slightly, but it was for a minute there. It was the most disliked video for a while. And then Rebecca Black was shitting on baby. She's like, I'm out of the shit storm, kind of. Nice. And she was like, time to switch sides yeah, while exactly. I can. <laughs> yeah. Get in with the crowd. Yeah, but there was, essentially they had, it, you could either save something or blam it. Blam it meaning it's universally disliked. Yeah. And well, it, your video would get deleted. We talked about this a little bit in the first episode um, where I had tried to make a game and post it to Newgrounds and I got blammed. Because yeah. no one wanted to jerk off a homeless guy, which I thought, knowing Newgrounds, I thought that'd be right up their alley. Oh, it totally you think it would be, but everyone universally hated it. Yeah, I guess so. The, well, the, and this is the thing about Newgrounds is they pretty across the board tend to um, really favor like quality content. Like they're much more of like a quality over uh, quantity uh, sort of like culture there compared to say YouTube, which is. Oh, absolutely. And I, I think the thing too, which is very different from YouTube, especially early YouTube is the original to either save or blam something um, 
was there also for not having someone else's content. You know, it was such a community that it was like, okay, you can't re-upload someone's video or just post a family guy skit here. Like mm-hmm. that's not what we're doing. And I think, and we've talked about this a lot, like reposting videos is what the backbone of YouTube was built off initially. Yeah, hundred percent. And then in in either music or artwork, it's different. Whereas like, you know, if you put music out and people universally don't like it, it'll still be on your page, but it will be private. Yeah. So it won't get pushed. They, they have, have a thing called site. like they're called scouts. So it's like you can go and scout someone's stuff, and if it's like you vouch for it, they also have like a weighted system. So if someone is like a really good creator and has like a lot of like good faith in the community, yeah. their vote is going to count for more than some Joe Schmo off the off the street. So if someone's like and you know has like some good weight and is they're like yeah this is a dope drawing of of Ken. Yeah, like Ken and Barbie, like they yeah. really gave him a cock on this one, and I like it. Yeah, so really then, veiny. Yeah, yeah, veiny, long down to the knee. Yeah, exactly. Thigh slapper, thigh slapper, and it's wearing like it looks like it's so hairy. It looks like it's wearing a trench coat. Yeah, and, and, and that's they, what early. And, it's weird they deleted your game. They blamed your game. They blamed the shit out of my game. Because when I talked earlier about porn, like all the first like oh like undress someone is a game or like yeah like the first time you ever saw like animated boobs at least for me was i can't remember experience. was i talking to you and alex or someone i was talking to someone about meat and fuck kingdom uh yeah i think so <laughs> and uh and I, I feel like you guys said you hadn't played it no but uh i definitely played a couple of those meat and fuck kingdoms where the whole point of the game it's like a kind of choose your own adventure like click uh game it's all fucking though yeah, well, it's like you meet like the lusty barmaid, and then yeah. and then it's like you have to click the right dialogue tree to like. Now I to think fuck I have her. played it. Now that you explain it more. Yeah, and then and then they're like they had like fuck mini games where you have to like button mash to be like yeah you're really fingering her good. Yeah, <laughs> I, I the first porn I ever saw was on an ad on Newgrounds that was an ad for the Britney Spears. Uh, sex tape and it where it was it was it was it, but it was fake it wasn't actually britney spears but it was like a blow so upset scene. and i didn't know it was happening i thought it was like she was eating a sandwich okay i remember thinking in my mind it's like why is britney spears sloppily eating a sandwich and then later i found out it was a blow job and you I, realized it was a penis it was a schwanz because you were like, a really wide one yeah a really girthy yeah so it looked like a lumberjack sandwich. Yeah, it, looked, it looked like a submarine sandwich. <laughs> yeah. A subway. Uh, uh, this ain't a six inch though. This no, is a no. Long. We're, yeah, we're talking a foot long here. <laughs> also like a funny story. This is Max's story. Uh, but he told me this the other day where he was uh, getting lunch with a coworker and they're having subway. Yeah. And he like wasn't really paying attention to her, like half listening. Yeah. At one point she, she said, yeah, it's just like a six inch doesn't really fill me up, you know? <laughs> she went... <laughs> excuse me yeah <laughs> sorry what and she's like what do you think i just said and he's like oh wait okay we're, we're eating, eating subway, subway sandwiches yeah, yeah. <laughs> i understand we're yeah. just a six inch doesn't really <laughs> fill you up but i hope a six inch fills her up like don't be yeah. a chubby chaser chubby penises that is nice uh, six inch in girth at oh, least yeah nice <laughs> dude that's uncomfortable but yeah i bet it is yeah geez um, but, but yeah, I, I think, you know, there, there was definitely something in Newgrounds that like, it was very controversial Newgrounds, not just cause of like the, the nudity or anything, but like but more there so were school shooter games on a there. A lot of those. Club of Bailey Seal. Yeah. Shoot Osama Bin Laden. Uh, yeah. I feel like that was maybe less controversial. No, it was less at the time. There was a lot of Islamophobia. Yeah. 
Um, um and that well, because you got you got to think like Newgrounds uh, came online in 1999, right? Yeah. So right after 9/11 was when it really started getting big, and then it's like, oh, okay, you'll have like a shoot Osama in the face or like yeah. Which and then the day when Osama bin Laden was murdered, yeah. Uh, I'm not like vouching for the guy, I guess, but like I think he was murdered. I'll say he was murdered. Not he was murdered. Yeah, he was definitely murdered. Yeah. Anyway, um. He, uh, they, they like made a, like kind of a big deal about it on Newgrounds because they were like, this guy died and like, that's kind of a big deal for us. He's like part of our history in a way. Yeah. Uh, and there were a lot of games, like they made a lot more of the like Kill Osama. Osama oh, there were a, a ton of, games. of Kill Osama games. But, like they, they hadn't been making them in like 10 years and then, uh, he died and there was like a big resurgence of them as kind of like a tribute to, <laughs> to him, I guess. Yeah. This is the strangest tribute ever. Yeah. Like, Seal Team 6, right between the eyes, part two. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so like I I definitely like to think of Newgrounds as sort of like if we're going to compare it to YouTube, it's like YouTube's like cooler, older brother. Yeah. And I definitely, an edgier. Uh, I definitely like, because I, I didn't like, I wasn't a part of the Newgrounds community yeah. ever. And, and reading about it, I, I definitely feel like I missed out on something like pretty special. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I I was on Newgrounds a lot, but I was never, like, in the forums. I was never, like, you know, I, I, I think the content itself was such a big part of my upbringing. But, yeah. yeah, I wish I was in the community more. I think it's crazy to, like, learning more about Newgrounds, like, how much stuff I thought was YouTube Originals mm-hmm. and was just reposted from Newgrounds, which shouldn't surprise me. So many people we've talked to have been like, yeah, I put my shit on another site or even Newgrounds. Totally, yeah. A lot of people started on Newgrounds. Like, F&D, like, they were talking about how they first posted Newgrounds. Yeah, no, it's not. I also, like, how Newgrounds, I guess kind of the inception of what would become Newgrounds at least started in 1991 as a Neo Geo fanzine. Yeah. Fanzines were a big thing. You just start a vlog. Yeah. And it was like, I think Tom, Tom Fulp, who's the creator of Newgrounds, who started that, had like a hundred followers on it. But that was huge at the time. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a hundred people who yeah. liked his zine about Neo Geo, which yeah. is a, like a Japanese, like it's like a SNES, but not. It's like yeah. a knockoff SNES or some shit. Yeah, and that catapulted into uh, new ground. Well, n- new ground because Neo being another word for new, and Geo being kind of another word for ground, like the geography, topography. You know, geothermal. Um, nice, dude. Yeah, that means like hot ground. I think that's cool. <laughs> uh, and then that turned into new ground remix. Yeah. So he started a site called New Ground Remix, which was its own actual site, not just like a fanzine, not just like a blog post. And that actually, he was discovered by the Inside Edition, which is a newspaper in the States. So for that, he wanted something that people could actually remember, like a name that they could just see. So he was going to just call it New Ground, but went plural with New Grounds. And that kind of where he started hosting his own site and all this content. Yeah. Which eventually, like the cost of hosting the own site was like a thousand dollars a month. Yeah, which is a lot for someone who's like a college student and yeah. like the, he wasn't earning anything off the site. But especially in the early days of like the internet bubble, like he's like, oh, okay, I'm paying a thousand dollars a month to host this, which even with monetization isn't really covering it. I'm going to quit college yeah. to full time work on this site. And like that's such an insane decision. It's but it so- worked out. He, he sold the. Um, I believe he sold like the um, hosting to someone else who took a profit of the monetization revenue. 
Yeah. So he wasn't paying anymore. But still to this day, Newgrounds is independent. It hasn't been bought by well, anyone. It's still well, and in fact, he, he they, I don't know if he like how like that hosting thing worked, but they they oh they do all their own hosting now. So it's completely yeah. independent. They host everything out of Philly. But for for a site like to survive the dot com bubble and still be up right now without being like bought by Google or Amazon is crazy. Super impressive, and that's like sort of what I mean by feeling like, uh, like wishing I was more into Newgrounds. Honestly, like I've been wanting to get back into animation too, and I feel like I might just start browsing it and try to get in into the mix of it, and maybe like posting some of like like if I'm gonna make a we re recorded it. We got a yeah. cheeky little Spider Man cartoon. Yeah, so hold on for that. Yeah. ten people listening yeah, to this exactly, but it, you might have to find it on Newgrounds. That's pretty cool. And they're they're still they have I believe a software that is essentially emulating Flash. To yeah. put it out as HTML5. I believe it's the same that Which is what Homestar, Runner, Homestar is. Runner is using. I can't remember the name, but um and yeah, and that that whole story of like um like the the server costs for running your hosting your site becoming so immense that you have to like start selling ad space or yeah, selling that's whatever story why they moved to YouTube. Yeah, or also Homestar Runner like they didn't want ads on their site like or like really against ads, so that's why they started selling t-shirts. Yeah, and toys. Um, yep. Yeah. And then uh, Rooster Teeth, it's the same thing, but they they basically started like Patreon before Patreon. Like they yeah. they had their own like members group where you'd get like uh, you get the show a week early, and then I think you got like free like or like prior access to their DVDs when they started selling them. They started selling T-shirts and shit. Like it's really common in the in the old days when you had to host your own site. And yeah, and it's not just vi- it's games too, which so much more power is going into hosting a game than a, a video. Yeah. Cuz here's the thing. So, in the early days of the internet, I you know, I I don't want to be talking out of my ass here. Okay. But I probably will. We always are. We always are. Is, is if you've Flash been listening was, to this podcast this long, I think we're coming. This is probably like episode 17 or something. Yeah, we're definitely talking out of our ass. So you can is, but clearly, it's our bias. So we're not yeah, lying. We're not you. lying. But you clearly can under... Like when we don't have a guest on the show, we're just fucking yeah. guessing what's oh, happening. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like that's why we get people to come on to tell us. Tell about, us what's right. Yeah. <laughs> but you'd know a little more about this than me because you actually used Flash. Yeah. Um, but Flash, aside from just a format, is also a language. Is that correct? Um, no, it's not a language. So there's action script. Okay. And that's like a scripting language or I don't know. Interprets flash. Okay. So, and I'm like rusty on this cause I, but I had to, I had to program an action script to make my game. Yeah, um, cause I know JavaScript, you had to download both flash and JavaScript for some sites. Yeah. So Java action script is similar to Java, but it's different. So it, it, it Basically, Flash was created by a company called Macromedia. Yeah, that created the Flash animator and also the Flash player. Yeah. Um, and in order to like, yeah, the the language that they created, which I don't know, like I don't know the difference between like a script because there's Java and then there's JavaScript, and those are two different things technically. Yeah. Um, and I don't quite know the difference between a. I I think a script is just like an easier like dumbed down version of a language. I could be wrong. Yeah. But essentially, um, the native language of Flash of Animator was ActionScript. And so in order to program things like a button or like make it so you could program a character to like move around and stuff, like it yeah. was all programmed through this language called ActionScript, which was in-house in Flash Animator, which now obviously is called Adobe Animate because Adobe bought Macromedia like way early in the game. Um, 
and yeah, I mean, I, it's it's I, it's a very similar language to JavaScript from what I remember. I don't think like Macromedia didn't make Java though, so I don't yeah. know if they're related. But Flash video, I guess the point I was trying to get is, is so let's say you're shooting a video back in the day. Yeah. And the container is something like an AVI or an MOV or an MP4. Yeah. Like that's what would have been coming out of like if you're shooting mini DV. Yeah. Or converting something like video eight. Yeah. It's going to be in one of those three containers. Mm -hmm. So the internet at the time and sites that were using it were it, you couldn't efficiently really upload that. You would have to do it through Flash. Yeah. So Flash Player like. I don't know. They had some like cheater workaround where they made it so it didn't require very much um, like data or like it had a really good compression on it or something, so you could watch a video. Yeah. It. So if if and you're back, looking at back in the video, day, like YouTube, yeah. I think YouTube even used to yeah, run FLV. On you had to have you had to either convert your file into FLV in whatever. Like if you were let's say using, I remember using like Windows Movie Maker, mm -hmm. you'd have to export an FLV. Yeah. And then what would happen after that was YouTube would have its own conversion software built in. So if you upload the video, it would convert to FLV. Because I remember when you could start downloading your YouTube videos, it would always download it in FLV. Yeah. So that was the most efficient way to actually put a video mm -hmm. on the internet is to use this container, which was FLV or Flash Video. Yeah. Um, so that is... You, Newgrounds had to kind of be built off the backbone of Flash. Yeah, because well, it's the only option. But the thing about Flash that you can't really do with MOV, I think MKV can do it, but not well, um, is having the interactivity. Yeah. So essentially, like old Flash videos were built like a Flash game. Whereas you would click a certain button, much like you would in a game that would take you to the video. And in that, you could pause it with the button or you could hit like secret Easter eggs. I remember a big thing that was in Newgrounds videos, like one of the things I watch a lot, and there were a million of these, was Sonic versus Mario. Yeah. And at the end of a lot of them, what you would do is, who do you want to see win? Yeah. Mario, Sonic, or question mark? Mm-hmm. So essentially what it would be is you would click the play button in the video, which was just a game. And that would link you to a video that was in the player. And at the end of that video, there would be another button, much like a game, that you could pick the different scenarios. So it was a very similar way of building either games or flash animations on Newgrounds, which I think led to a lot of people like Crinkles, who created the Madness Combat series, which was, if you don't know, a step up from like stick figure animation where these essentially crash test dummies fight each other. Yeah. He also created a game using the same system. I remember Heshing that game. Oh, it was yeah. super dope, actually. Thomas is bringing back Hesh. Oh, Hesh never left. Okay. <laughs> oh, I would play that game a lot where you could like, you could pick your guns, you could shoot your guys. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Do you remember uh, Stick RPG? Oh, yeah. I played that so many times. Did you ever beat it? No. I played it, I beat it. Nice. That's how much I played that game. Shit, yeah. <laughs> I remember like so many like old games, whether I played it on like another gaming, like like addicting games or free online games. Like so many of those are new grounds. Like um, there was like the Bubble Girl was a big one. And then they had their own version, which was like Bubble uh, Girl, but with um, George W. Bush. <laughs> where you like dragged him through a bunch of bubbles or like uh, you could like be have an emulator where you'd have a dummy and you'd like shoot them with different things. They'd explode. Interactive buddy. Interactive buddy. And you, yeah. you could do either Osama or Bush. 
Yeah, you could. There would be different skins for him. Yeah, you could. Um, I feel like the motorcycle get like the line rider. Uh, yeah, I've played was also a version of it on Newgrounds at least. Fancy Pants was like a really big platformer on Newgrounds as well, though I think that's a bit later. I also remember there was one game that I really liked where. And it's so like uh, violent. All these games. <laughs> oh yeah, a lot of like like what was the school shooter one? Uh, Pico School. Yeah, Pico School, which was funnily enough the most advanced flash game at the time. Yeah, well, yeah, it was pretty. Actually, I mean, I just played it again last night. Uh, this is Tom Fulp, the creator of uh, Newgrounds. He he made this game, and so Pico. They have Pico Day. Another fun thing about Newgrounds is they have all these like holidays. Yeah, there's Madness Day. Madness Day. Day. There's. Uh, um pico day there's um what's it called oh what do they call it strawberry clock day or maybe it's just called b day or something i think b day i don't think it is called b day though i think it's called like clock day they got a lot of anniversaries on newgrounds which fair these are things that really shape the internet and i i think it goes towards also like early internet was so violent and crass yeah like the first game to ever like that tom fold ever ever put on like a version of newgrounds was club a baby seal yeah because uh, he was traumatized as a child when he saw a video on national geographic of a baby seal being clubbed so then i guess like through his own therapy was like oh i'll make a game out of this yeah which i mean hey that fair enough it works man. something that i think is like pretty cool about um and I'm sure it still exists now, but something that I really like about particularly Newgrounds, but even like old school internet stuff in general, is it felt like there were more stories being told. There was more lore. Absolutely, there was yeah. like more lore to the internet and to these sites. Like, you well, know, like you said, Newgrounds has a, like all Newgrounds videos, even if different creators have a feel. No, oh, yeah, definitely. Like, and so much of the stuff that I, I think we've talked to other people that we've seen their content and it like holds the fuck up. Mm-hmm. You didn't like just Newgrounds videos in general. It's like a lot of the stuff I watched. Like, there's a series called The Rise of Mushroom Kingdom, and it was essentially a, a lot of flash animations at the time used sprites. Yeah. So, for people that don't know, sprites would be like the eight or 16 bit characters from like old NES games. And sprites would be as they would have different, uh, essentially, like, I guess you could call it like different versions of the character in different movements. Or different facial expressions or like, because that's what would make up the animation of video games is you'd have to create essentially a different, the character in a different, I'm explaining this so bad, but a character in a different movement and you'd stitch together these characters to give the illusion of the character moving. Yeah. So you'd have to take those elements from the original games and stitch them together. And so many animations on Newgrounds used to be that, but the creativity of like taking different characters from different games or like different movements of each character from a different game so you can like maybe have them sideways or facing towards like what would be the camera yeah it's like insane and a lot of these were done by like one animator that's the thing is like the majority of content on Newgrounds is like one animator making it like uh, like Harry Partridge like the shit that he was able to do before like the because his stuff involved not just like the outline, but the shading and the color. And he's a really music like, and high quality. The fucking like voice acting. He's a great voice actor and just a phenomenal animator and should come on the podcast. Harry, Harry come on the pod. But he's a new like so many big animators. Well, there's a lot of people, too, who like I watched on YouTube, like you were saying, like watching. I used to watch Ed's World on YouTube. Yeah. Or Oni, his name was Oni NG because NG stood for Newgrounds. That's what because on yeah. Newgrounds, his name was just Oni. Yeah, but on YouTube he was Oni Ng, 
because Newgrounds. Um, and Harry Partridge, also, I discovered him on YouTube. I discovered on him on YouTube, YouTube yeah. Um, but these are all old school Newground, Newgrounds guys. Ed's World, like, the like cartoons that I draw now to this day are still, like, primarily based off of uh, Ed Good's, like, uh, his drawings. Like, if you look at, like, our cartoon logo, I mean, it's not, it's developed quite a bit from, but it ha- that's I'm not the saying, starting I'm, place. yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I started drawing cartoons in that style by ripping off uh, Ed from Ed's World. Yeah, God you rest got, his you soul. You got to rip off the good people, though. That's how you. That's how you get better. But it's. I think it's crazy to like. Also, think that so many of these early Newgrounds people are like working at Adult Swim or Cartoon Network. Yeah. Um. I know, like, even people in the similar vein, like you said, like Homestar Runner would not have been a thing if it weren't for Newgrounds. Probably. Probably not. I I remember or reading at least in the way that, like you said, in the way that it is now, and I think because of that, like those guys now work at Cartoon Network, aside from just making the Homestar videos. I know, like Harry Partridge has done work on other cartoons. I know the Super Flash Bros who had the series The Decline of Video Gaming. They themselves work on games for the Nintendo Switch. Like, yeah. So many careers have been built off the back of Newgrounds and so many of the early viral YouTube sensations have come from Newgrounds. Like the Numa Numa guy, even though like you see him in like, he's known as like the YouTube darling or the fact that he was in Pork and Beans, like his video was in 2004 on Newgrounds. Yep, yep. Which is funny because that's another thing too is I think a lot of people think of Flash as being like um, like an animation thing. Like when you think Flash player, like I know, I, like I've forgot that YouTube ran on Flash and that the all yeah. video on the internet used to run on Flash. And when I think of Flash, I think of the animation. So it's weird to think that, and it wasn't common for people to upload like live action stuff to Newgrounds. That wasn't really the vibe no, there. No. But like to think that something like Numa Numa was up, uploaded to Newgrounds is... It's just weird to me, you know? Well, if you even look at, like, the format on original Newgrounds, like, it looks almost just like a pixelated painting. Yeah. Because, like, early Flash was, like, it was not built for live action. No, I mean, I can't even remember, like, the reason for it. Like, the reason why you were able to build games, like, came from a weird, like, like, it wasn't supposed to be used like that. People just started using it, like, in order to, like, program, yeah. from what I remember. Well, it's like, it's, we're, we're aging in codecs. Yeah, but still, e- even YouTube videos, like when you upload them, are converted to H.264. Yep, you know, which in the long and the short, like if you're shooting stuff that you really want to manipulate, you don't want to be shooting H.264. Yeah, I mean, do cameras even like output in H.264? Some I mean, do. I guess you could set them, but yeah, Canon still will. You, I mean, I wouldn't suggest shooting on that, but you can. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you can. Well, this is besides the point anyway. Anyway, we're we're, these the are compressions. Like, anyway, I think like, I mean, eventually I think uh, they'll do some like ProRes, which I think if you're going to compress is probably one of the best ways to go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, we did, we did all of our stuff in film school on ProRes. Yeah. And the, the, the long and the short of it, the, what H.264 does is if an image is staying consistent, it will compress that as just like one essentially flat color image it's not creating new information for it that's how it compresses it so by the same time you know like that's why you get that like leg pixelation going from one cut to another sometimes yeah because so i feel like you explained that in a way where if you don't know what h264 is that doesn't make sense okay go (laughs) um it's like 
So there's a frame, right? And let's say it's a frame of Josh and he's like smiling because he just got his report card back and it's it's straight A's, baby. Yeah. So that's like, that's the that's the frame. That's the first frame we start with. So it's like essentially like H264 takes a photo of that first frame and it tells itself like, okay, on, now I only need to change things that move and anything that doesn't move, I can just refer back to this first picture and like leave it there. Yeah. Um, so then it's new like, information isn't coming in. Exactly. So for the next frame, let's say Josh is like perfectly statue. Like he's an yeah. Adonis. Yes. He hasn't moved at all. Absolutely. But, uh, but he's winking cause he's so proud. So the only information that it needs to record is the wink is the wink for each new frame. So then rather than having each frame have all the information, it, uh, it doesn't need to. So that requires less data. Yes. So because of that, you can the compression is actually keeping it smaller than having all the data that is actually hitting the sensor of the camera. Yeah, exactly. Whereas with ProRes, it's such a weird tangent. Yeah, ProRes, no. <laughs> how ProRes works. Essentially, every pixel is going to have a luminance value and a color value. That means luminance meaning like from white to black, like how dark. Mm -hmm. So if you look at something like black and white, that's just using luminance. Yes. So, but with color value, what it what it, like or at least most ProReses do is it will the luminance will be the same, but the color value sometimes if like two pixels are close to each other, like for 420, it'll essentially combine those two pixels into one color. And maybe the bottom row of pixels will just take up the top row of pixels color, but the luminance will be the same. So it'll give the illusion of a different color palette. So that's how it compresses, but you're getting a more lossless compression though still being lossy meaning that you're still losing information. Um, and then if you look at something like what Flash did, essentially what they did is just really brought down the bit depth of the color, meaning like there's less color inf information, and but also less luminance information. So because of that, you're getting a very shitty looking video. Like a blocky. Yeah, if it's, if it's just a person. But that led it really well to like something like sprites. Mm -hmm. Because it's already 16-bit pixelated. Yeah, and... Which is why, like, video game animation of, like, um, old SNES or NES systems was, like, perfect. Yeah, that's true. But you could get super creative with it. I think, yeah, and it tended to look, like, they they could export that stuff at a higher uh, resolution and have it look better Absolutely, and crisper yeah. than, like, because that's another thing I always forget is, like, how tiny every video was back in the day. Oh, yeah, day. super small. Yeah. And, and because it was interactive, too, and there was so much care put into it, you didn't really care. Yeah, and also you just you didn't know any better. You didn't know any it's better. It's like playing like Tony Hawk on the PS1. You're yeah. like, this is the best shit ever. Yeah, and these then, polygon primitives are so cool. Yeah, and then and now it's like, you know, you, you're playing Skate 3 and you're doing like Nolly Tray Flips and you go back to fucking Tony Hawk and you're like, this is garbage. Yeah, this is terrible. Yeah, I hate this. But I even, but they haven't made Skate 4, so <laughs> you're actually more pissed at let's Skate. go past the Skate. Okay, sorry. You're getting really into Skate right now. I was watching uh, Yeah Right, Spike Jones is Yeah Right, uh, the other day and okay. like Owen Wilson really like I think he hits like a blunt slide or something it's We're fucking moving awesome past the concept of this video but yeah Newgrounds came <laughs> up with also uh, the first there's also Sour Solution too, which is like more of a modern skate video but it's really fucking this isn't good. a skate podcast We're not. that's not the topic of the podcast but right? you, I just feel like you know, but you go off topic with these things I'm sorry I yelled I just feel like it'd be a lot like sicker we'll like, do a skate episode we can do a skate episode but that's not now I just feel like people don't really care about codex. We're we're moving past the codex. Okay, so <laughs> okay, shush up. 
I just feel like I really let you talk about Codex for a while and you're not letting me talk about, yeah, right. Yes, that's absolutely true. Okay. So Alien Hominid. Right. Eric Costin's like a pretty good skater. I feel like skating has nothing to do with what the fuck we're talking okay, about. Okay, sorry. Whatever. What are you going to talk about? Aliens? Alien Hominid. It was a game that Tom Fulp uh, made with a team that later became... What? What's the fucking company called? Newgrounds. No. The Behemoth, obviously. The Behemoth, yes. Yeah, I knew that the um, whole time. But it was the first Flash game to ever be on a console. Um, Alien Hominid yeah. was first shown on Newgrounds and did very well. And then they made a version for Xbox 360. Yeah, I think they I think they made a sequel, actually. And then the sequel was released on like a as like an actual disc, disc you game. You can get the original in the Xbox 360 arcade. Yes. But then the yes. second one was a disc. Yeah. Which and was I used crazy to, at the time. I used to hesh Alien Hominid uh on Newgrounds back in the day. I do remember that. And then I saw it in uh at Blockbuster and I was like Oh shit. Okay. Tommy's going up in the world. Yeah. And they also had Castle Crusader, I believe, or Castle Invader. Crazy that you got that wrong. That's why I'm asking you for it. Okay. Because it's like you clearly never played Castle Crashers. No, I never played Castle Crashers. And it fucking slapped. Yeah. It was better than Alien Hominid in my eyes because I played it more. Yeah. And it was pretty cool. But that's like. And I still have the save on my Xbox and we can play right after we'll play this. We'll we can after play this. after this episode. We will play after this episode. In after honor, some Minecraft. In honor of tom Fult, in honor of mr Fult, but i think it's also didn't answer our email he didn't what i think is kind of cool though is so much of newgrounds was because you know when the time that newgrounds was really getting big we're going past like this is in the era of if you look at the beginning onwards like uh nintendo 64 which yeah. was the first 64-bit console oh because I thought, because like it came, came out, out in 1964. 1964, it didn't. Okay. And then you have the Sega Dreamcast and PlayStation One, and from that went on to like the Xbox and the PS2 and GameCube, and then onward for the PlayStation Three and the Wii and the Xbox Three Six. Like that's what was in the a lot of 3D interactive, like interactive world games. Whereas I think Newgrounds, because of their limitations, went on to create games similar to something like an SNES or. Uh, Nintendo Entertainment System or like early Sega. Yeah. And I think, funnily enough, like Alien Hominid coming in 360 was like bringing you back to that old side scrolling. Totally. Yeah, totally. Which is and similar to like their animation style is like, I think them, their limitations created like what we said earlier, which was like that Newgrounds feel. Yeah, totally. But it, it's so cool going back and watching like a, a lot of the videos on Newgrounds and being like, it's like transporting you back to that time. A lot of stuff too, like, um, like a, I think a big reason why it has this like in-house feel to it is, um, like, so like you were saying, there was like the 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 games portal, the Flash movie portal, and then there was also like the music and art. Yeah. But what that meant is a lot of like the and not only I think in the music one they also had like sound design stuff. Yeah. So not only was there are like a lot of flash games being made, but there are a lot of composers and people on there. Yeah. So it was like this ecosystem yeah. of like people feeding off each other's energies and ideas and working with each other. So then also I think a lot of like, you'll find similar sound effects across the board because they're yeah. all drawing from the same pool. Yes. And also there's like maybe artists that want to have like a, a game or an animation built off what they did. And you can work with someone like that. Like even yeah. Madness Combat that got really big. Like Tom Folk wor worked on one of the Madness Interactive games. Mm -hmm. And 
I mean, I, th- I think Madness Combat, I remember, was one of the first ones that like blew the fuck up in the community to the sense that like I, I, it was one of the biggest things. And I think a crazy thing to think about is there of Madness Combat came out, I believe, in like 2002, 2001. OK, yeah, the first one. Again, don't correct me, but it's somewhere in those early stages. And a new Madness Combat came out in 2020. Yeah, that's crazy. But there are only something like, and I'm only, but like relative to like what people, there are only 15 Madness Combats, which on average, maybe one's coming out every two years, one or two years. Yeah. But I think what's crazy is like, it was a fucking event when a new Madness Combat came out. Like me and Max, who's uh, my cousin and Thomas's roommate. Yeah, switch that, but. <laughs> we would like when that came on we would like wait and it would have to load for like three minutes and then we yeah. would like i can't even imagine like youtubers that upload every month for like a big video are known as like sparsely uploading youtubers yeah like, we would wait around for one to two years to see a like imagine a youtuber who only had 15 videos over the course of 20 years yeah does that's not gonna happen no that's insane but you look at crinkles and like the amount of effort, because he's doing all the animation and sourcing all the music. He's also, he makes his own music. He does like digital art that is like more detailed, which has helped his animations become crazy. Like he's doing everything, even with like the simplistic characters. Like it's nuts what he does. Mm-hmm. Like, again, we were talking about like watching earlier. So like so many people like just at the time because of it, were using like that Matrix music or like the, the slow-mo spin thing. Yeah. Slow-mo like frozen spin or like people like leaning back and slow-mo dodging bullets like all of that shit. bullet time animation shit that that was huge yeah. i remember people people loved the matrix on newgrounds for some reason. oh yeah even like in the mario like we just watched uh rise of mushroom kingdom we, we, which we talked about earlier in the podcast and like when mario's fighting bowser and he's like spinning around or like yeah slow-mo about to kick him in the arms up very like uh trendy in the matrix or like did you ever see the uh they're like straight up matrix parodies i remember one i watched was um it was like there are millions of Luigi's and they're trying to kill Mario. And it was like the, the Agent oh, yeah, Smith yeah, thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That one. That's throwing me back now. Yeah. I remember watching that. Uh, yeah. Or else. Yeah. I watched a ton of like a lot of the same like Nintendo video game content as you like the uh, Mario versus uh, Sonic, Sonic yeah. stuff. And then <laughs> there's that one that was also just like regular cartoon flash animation where it's like all the Mario characters and all the Sonic characters coming on that hill together. Yeah, I think I saw that one, too. Yeah. We, we, when we rewatched that one recently, you're like, this is the one I see. And then I saw like more like uh, 16 bit ones. But there were a million. Yeah. I didn't watch as much Sprite stuff. I watched a lot of like I watch uh, a ton of Sprite stuff, uh, like stick figure animation, like uh, I don't know. Animation versus animator. That's also yeah. Newgrounds original. Um, or what? What's the one that's like Xiao Xiao? I think it's called. It's like X I A O X I A O. Oh yeah, yeah. And that that dude uh, got really good at animating over time. Um, I think I used to go to like stickpage.com or something. It was oh, yeah. like a stick figure animation site. I used to like that more than Newgrounds. But uh, there there was one game, like I was saying before, like it was so all this shit was so violent. But there was one game where it's like you're like an executioner. Yeah. And you have to like, you're killing this guy and you can choose the weapon you want to kill him with. And then there's like different yeah. animations for each weapon. Well, even like, I thought that shit was so cool. A game you played that I didn't know you were talking about was a Japanese businessman that just commits suicide. Oh, that game's fucking awesome. Super racist. What's it called again? Uh, like Kiroshi, Kiroshi, I think, or something like that. A very racist game. Salary suicide. Yeah. <laughs> Salaryman suicide. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I guess. You don't think about this stuff in the early 2000s though. But I, I, 
and you know, violence aside, I, I think you could look at like what, because I, I think Thomas, for some reason, asks this of all our guests. Like, do you ever think like you could have been huge if it weren't for this change? I guess like I ask a lot of guests that, but like that's yeah. just because none of them made it. <laughs> yeah. Some of them did. Some of them made it. Yeah. The ones that make it usually don't answer our emails. Yeah. I'm, you but can tell I'm really, I'm really salty that yeah, we Thomas. haven't had an answer in a while. And it's yeah. getting to me. It's getting to time. We really got a spam today. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I think if you looked at it and said, okay, why did YouTube succeed and Newgrounds didn't? On paper, it's like, okay, there's this one site that's just like a bunch of cat videos and people like uploading Family Guy clips. Yeah. And on the other, you have these amazing animators and creators. You have game developers, you have musicians, and you have artists and a huge community. On paper, that should succeed. Yeah, And I honestly, and this might sound weird, and this is my theory. I want to hear yours because you're smarter than me about this shit. Um, I don't know if that's I true. But I honestly think the integrity of Newgrounds is what killed them. Because I think if YouTube, YouTube wouldn't have existed the way that it did if it didn't start off with like re-uploads, ripping TV shows, or just like random like, oh, my cat fell down. Because I mean, like all these videos, so many of those would have been blamed on yeah, Newgrounds. Yeah, of course. I think, well, I mean, again, like Newgrounds isn't dead. You know what I mean? No, but I... And, and some could argue that YouTube is dead. The true YouTube that like it could have, like, you know, the YouTube that we grew up on and Oh, loved. 100%. I'm not talking about the heart. I'm talking about literally on paper. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm like, just saying pe- like... People pe- don't go to Newgrounds like they used to. People go to YouTube every day. Yeah, that's true. But they have like a, you know, they found their, their niche. Oh, 100%. And I think I'm not it, saying that. A, I'm just saying, I think if you looked at the traffic to Newgrounds at what it was, it's it, probably not as substantial. I oh, think it used to be like they had like 500 megabytes a second being put through the bandwidth of uh, of yeah. Newgrounds, which is insane. And I mean, yeah. and that's back in like the early 2000s. Well, I remember, like, I think so I was 11 that. when I found YouTube, and when I found YouTube, I, in the first bit, it was like, okay, funny stuff on here, but I'm still going to watch my Newgrounds content. But I think by about 2007, I was like. YouTube is kind of the goat now for me. Yeah. Um, and I think, honestly, I think what YouTube really had going for it that wasn't ripoffs was the vlog and the comedy sketch, like the live action comedy sketch. Yeah. I think it's like... Well, and then eventually also just the animation ended up being ported to YouTube. So like it was all in the same place. Yeah, but but I think if you're looking at this like an outsider and you're looking at one is these beautifully done hard worked animations and the other someone talking to a camera what seems more like oh i could do that yeah i i think it's weird land if it's simplicity that brought youtube to where it was which is still there like what kills on youtube let's plays and vlogs and i'm not saying that like some people don't do that great in fact i think like what casey neistat has done to the vlog is insane and I think even like there are certain let's plays that like clearly like someone is using like editing and care in it. But I think yeah, a, a part of the thing is the, what the algorithm did. But like the animations that people put like half a year into, it's hard to like wait for one video every seven months as, yeah, a, totally. as a watcher. Yeah, totally. And that's the thing is like the amount of volume that is uploaded to YouTube a day. Versus the amount of volume that's uploaded to Newgrounds. Yes, quality over quantity. But for the average person, sometimes you just want to like watch a bunch of stuff that turns off your brain. Yeah, that's very true. And like, it makes sense from a business standpoint to why um, 
YouTube would begin to favor content that's more frequent, longer lasting, so they can put more ads, keep people on the site for longer. Yeah. It does make sense why that happened. It's a shame that it happened the way it did. But like even like um also well, and it's not even just like animators, like a lot of like great creators who take long breaks in between ended up like kind of failing. Not even failing, but just like falling off, you know? Yeah. Like when's the last time you saw a Captain Christian video, a new one, you yeah. know what I mean? Like Well, no, because the amount of effort that's put into there. And you 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 have to think too, like but but when you do see one, it matters. Like it's all the better. Oh yeah, like absolutely. same like. Just before recording this, we saw there's a new uh, like Harry Partridge of, video. Yeah, as of like a couple weeks ago, a new like Harry Partridge, Happy Harry, uh, called Doctor B's Returns, and it's and it's so good, so good. It's better than the first one by like a long shot. It's actually like we were laughing our asses off. No, it was fantastic. I I, yeah. I love being able to see that. I and I don't know why this is. I think, and it's an unfortunate thing. But YouTube decided to be family friendly. Fucking bastards. It's gonna it, it's kinda like the Hallmark channel, man. Like we can shit on it all we want, but they've found the general population. Yeah. I think it's it's weird living in a bubble of a city, especially a media city. Like f- for those of you who don't know about Vancouver, probably sixty percent of the films you saw this year were shot there. Some something was shot. That's there. not that high of a number. Sixty percent of of the mainstream Hollywood films. Something was shot here. Oh, but not sixty percent of the Hollywood films that they saw. Oh, like you mean one at least one part of the movie? Yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, a lot of stuff is shot in Toronto as well. I know, but I would say more stuff is shot here. I think that's actually not true. Really? I yeah. We can debate about this all we want, but I'm saying the average American who isn't in Los Angeles who doesn't know what Vancouver is. A lot of shit is shot because of tax credits and the fact that we can we have so many different biomes here. Yeah, I don't know. It's definitely we're used a lot. I mean, there's the there's a really good um, another person who uploaded infrequently and then ended up not uploading at all anymore. Every frame of painting, yeah, uh, super high quality stuff. He has an episode because he's a Vancouverite called "Every uh, Vancouver Never Plays Itself." Yeah. So you can watch that and that'll answer a lot of questions. My my point being is more that like we are in a media city. We have so many artists and uh, content creators in traditional media or digital media here. And I think because of that, we often forget what middle Canada prairies, middle America le- it likes and that they make up most of the population. Yeah. Um, and much like that, similar to like, you know, we can sit here as us and be like, fuck YouTube for only pushing stuff like carpool karaoke or Jimmy Fallon. But that's what the majority of people are watching. And I think the fact that Newgrounds stuck to its guns is why it's not as popular as YouTube. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah. And that's what makes it so special. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and again, the fact that Tom Tom Fulp is still active on the site, like he's like a yeah. part of it. He's like That's never kind, a thing that you saw. It's another thing YouTube. like about like the lore. Like that's what I love about old internet stuff is there's like a certain lore to sites like People people like to tell stories and like people like to tell stories about where they where they are and where they came from and yeah. and even in like the digital world that still applies like say what you want about 4chan as being like kind of a fucking cesspool because it is but they they tell great stories on that site like they yeah. a lot of internet lore and history comes from 4chan and that will yeah. be an episode down the road but and like, another thing I really respect about Tom Fulp is he's uploaded both animations and games that have been blamed yep. He is the creator of the fucking site. He could say, "Well, I don't care. I'm going to keep this on." Yeah, but he, do, he and he doesn't get mad at anyone. He's like, "Okay, this one was a loss." Yep. And I think that's so cool. And I think 
Another cool thing is that you can go to Newgrounds right now and you can go to homestarrunner.com right now. Relatively unchanged as far as how they have their sites, how interactive it can be. Yeah. Newgrounds has looked essentially the same for like 15 years. But it still is that all the animations, you can go and watch their animations and still choose your own ending. You can like find Easter eggs much like you can with Homestar Runner. Like this is something that so many other sites have favored simplicity. Yeah. Ease of use. And I think the fact that you can still go to sites like that today and there's you can still do this shit like it is this time capsule. And we're living in an age right now where I remember we're just talking to a friend of ours who is listening to every episode of the podcast. Shout out Rick Bowie. Nice. uh, Who is a a beautiful, cool gentleman we met traveling. But I remember me me and old Rick. Old Ricky boy. (laughs) Shout out Rick. We were sitting by the pool in, um, I believe... What's the first place we landed? Changu. Changu. I believe it was in Changu. And we, we we saw an email that said college humor is shutting down. Oh yeah. And we we've talked to Jeff Rubin. If you if you haven't heard that episode, listen to our Jeff Rubin episode where we talk all about like because he was one of the OGs of college humor and you know, coming up and the creation of college humor and what it was and what it is now. The fact that one of the biggest comedic article and video sites is you can't find it anymore unless you go to the Wayback Machine. Yeah, and even still, like some of it's not uh, archived on there. And that's the thing is there's so much content that it was like a sad thing when College Humor shut down. It was one of the big sites back in the day. It was huge. It was was like I would go, yeah, go to collegehumor.com, sometimes go to Newgrounds, go to YouTube, go to like Homestar, roosterteeth.com. No, it was one of the big sites that I went on a lot. And I think the fact that it's just showing how many sites have been able to keep themselves alive some way or another. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also kind of the threat of like, um, and we're, we're getting to that point, but uh, I, um, th- there's this sort of thought that like, oh, like we're recording so much information now. Like our yeah. archaeologists in the future are going to have so much information about our time period. But the thing is, is like digital data, like it doesn't have as long of a half-life. Yeah. Like, once a hard drive breaks, it's done. It's gone. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, whereas something like a stone carving or even like paper under the right conditions can survive longer. Yeah. But data, data naturally entropies. I'm yeah. pretty certain. So even bit rot is a thing that's going to do it. If not, like you said, the hard drive just getting destroyed. Yeah. So regardless, like it's going to happen, uh, and it's it's more likely to happen than like a paper. Like if they were both put in ideal conditions, I'm pretty sure yeah. paper like writing or papyrus writing will outlast a hard drive oh so there's something some people might not know also is every time you transfer a digital file it loses its quality yep slightly yeah but uh, yeah over time if you transfer like drive to drive to drive eventually it's just well that's why when you see like a bit rot i mean like it's pretty common in a lot of like the really like cheesy like bad memes or whatever that like boomers share not just them but often it's it's those people um, you'll see like the compression on the files are just ridiculous oh, because it, they're getting downloaded and shared and downloaded but and it shared. makes sense like if you look at it like the, if you took like a late 90s photocopier and you photocopied a piece of paper yeah and then you kept photocopying and photocopying and photocopying and you looked at that compared to the original print yeah quality's going to be considerably worse of course and I think that's one of the things where like archiving is so important but even going back to college humor i think another reason why stuff like homestar runner and Newgrounds are still around is who owns uh homestarrunner.com brothers chap who owns Newgrounds? thomas pulp and who owned college humor 
some fucking guy. Interactive Corp, Barry Diller. Yeah. They got bought out. And I think that's one of the things is why College Humor ended is because IAC just decided that it wasn't worth the amount of money that they were paying in there. And by the time that they did that and College Humor was no longer, Sam Reich, who is now the owner of College Humor, didn't have enough money to pay for the hosting of collegehumor.com. There's so much information on there at that point. Yeah. Which is a shame. I, I mean, part of the thing is also like... um like being bought out allowed for them to get big enough exactly. that they could hold so much content. But also it's a double-edged sword because once they lost it, I, I do hope somewhere, and I said this, I think before, but I, I hope somewhere that like on some hard drive, there's yeah the site is still there. Yeah. Much like old videos that like me or you have deleted that are just, yeah, that's the thing too. Like that's the whole thing that like, Oh, once you put it online, it's there forever. Not true. No not true i have stuff that i wish i could find that it's gone oh me too old videos i made like i made a nazi zombies video yeah i made uh had the whole like series that i made with like a angus and another one of our friends kobe we made like 12 episodes of like a series of like a sketch show variety show with like music videos sketches like long stories and stuff and it's like all gone it's maybe on myspace but i like i think we have to log into the myspace account it's 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 yeah it's gone and it's a shame. And and I think we gotta give a hand to old Tom and the Newgrounds crew for for keeping all that like all these videos I like, can go back and unsettlingly we did watch the old salad fingers. Oh my god, that fuck that fuck that shit fucked me. And up. do you know what's cool about Newgrounds too? That you're not so. I'm gonna. We're at the end, and we're gonna. Yeah, yeah, up. yeah. We're done. But this is what I'll last say. If you look at TV shows that were shot on film, versus TV shows that are shot on digital. Um, now, like if you watch like something like French, French, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air yeah. or Scrubs, yeah, those were shot in, on film. They yeah. were shot in 16 millimeter. Yeah. And the thing is like the, how much quality celluloid can hold when you're up that, you can take that original reel and up it and up it and up it because even now, if you look at cameras like, uh, that have a 16 millimeter sensor, like shooting in like 4k, like getting good fucking quality. Um, whereas old sensors that were capturing something at 40p, like you throw that up and it looks like shit. Yeah. So like, if you look at something like cheers or, uh, taxi, taxi, like those age like shit. Yeah. But if you, you can say the same as like old, like videos that were shot on like a handy cam at like, uh, 360p versus flash. That was just in the software. Yeah. It's going to look good because like the original Flash is just an animation on a computer. So as computers get better, you can grab that old file and it can essentially be up similar like celluloid. Yep. So you can look at a whole bunch of old Newgrounds Flash animations that because they've updated with technology. They look great. They look yeah. better than ever. Exactly. Like the new Salad Finger stuff looks excellent. Yeah. Or the, the old, old, salad yeah. Fing- old Salad Fingers looks excellent. And yeah. it's so disturbing. Like I... It's unsettling. Like the sounds and... Yeah, the, the dialogue. It's everything. really well done. But yeah, I mean, I, and we're done. We are done. But I will just say, shout out to uh, I think his name is David Firth or something. We got to get Firth in the pod, something like that. But um, uh, yeah, like watching that because I was like, like, was I just a bitch as a kid? Did, then it traumatized me. Like, was I really just yeah. a bitch getting so no. scared? No, it's fucking unsettling. Like now, as now as an adult, I'm not unsettled by it well i am but i'm not like traumatized but it, yeah, yeah i don't know was, i think that's something you can save all of Newgrounds is it's fucked up and traumatizing fucked up and unsettling but it's beautiful yeah that's actually true and that's on that note thank you guys so much for listening to the episode 
This uh, was the Newgrounds episode. This is the Newgrounds episode. Uh, find us on uh, When We Are There show on Instagram and TikTok. Find us on www there show on uh, Twitter. Twitter. We don't use it, but go for it if you want. We have one tweet. Yeah. Um, and we're also Friend Styles on Patreon, Anchor FM, and uh, When We Are There on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. So check us we out. We gotta on get that. better at this, like plugging our shit, because yeah. we always kind of like, what do we like? Why? What do we have? We'll make us. We'll make a script, maybe. Yeah, probably. Anyway, I think I'm starting to get a fever from the vaccine. I need to eat. We need to send emails. Thank you guys so much for listening to the pod. We love you all. We'll see you next week. I love you. I fucking love you. <laughs> Not you. Fuck. Bye. Bye. Bye.